Okay, hi everyone. Welcome back to the Live Well with Janelle podcast. Today, again, I am recording, as usual, while Levi is sleeping. He's taking a nap, so if I have to stop kind of abruptly, that's why. And I have a feeling my voice may sound kind of sideways because I'm going to keep looking at the monitor to see if he wakes up. So (laughs) forgive me if that happens. But um, I just wanted to talk about this because it's just been on my mind a lot lately. So today's episode is going to be all about the importance of relationships and having healthy relationships in your life. I love this topic. I think about it all the time and I talk about it all the time too. And it just is so important and it's so important for your health, which is something that I don't think gets talked about enough. Um, Like, I don't know, everyone thinks, I mean, of course, it's something that's important and that everybody wants, but I don't think it's really realized how important it is for your mental health and your physical health and your emotional health. And I say those things as three separate things, but really, of course, they're all interconnected. Definitely, if you are having troubles mentally or emotionally, you can bet that that is going to affect you physically for sure. So relationships are definitely one of those things that um, I think everyone thinks about as affecting you emotionally, but that's it. Um, but of course, it's it goes much, much further than that. And um, just another quick little side note, if I might have just heard it, if you hear my mouse moving, that's also because I just I had some thoughts. So I wanted to just jot them down really quick before I recorded. But today I don't have my second monitor set up because we're right in the middle of a move. Um, I'm almost done unpacking. So I but I don't have everything set up, so I I might have to keep clicking back and forth. So if you hear that kind of stuff in the background, that's why. So, <laughs> OK, so anyway, so the reason I even thought about recording something on this, like I said, I think about it all the time, but right now. And there's tons of different studies on this that you can look up. But um, right now, I'm actually reading the book Blue Zones. And for those of you that don't know, the Blue Zones are the five destinations in the world that have the highest numbers of centenarians in their population. So people who live to be 100 years older or more. Um, the author of the book goes over all of the different similarities between the different blue zones to determine what allows them, like the people in these areas, to live so long. So, of course, it came down to mostly lifestyle habits. I'm not quite finished with the book yet, but there's only been one blue zone so far where genetics seem to have played a, a bigger role. Other than that, it all came down to lifestyle habits. And one of the things that kept popping up was that all of these people in these places have like a very high value on their relationships with other people in their life. So some places put a huge emphasis on family, others on their church community, and then other places on their friends. And I think the reason that I found this so interesting was because it's not really the type of culture that we have in the United States for the most part. You know, Americans are very independent, and a lot of us grew up thinking that, you know, having to rely on others for any reason is like almost a sign of weakness. 
And I just found it so interesting that not only is relying on others and having healthy relationships with people in your life not a weakness, but it's actually good for your health and for your longevity. So, you know, of course, this isn't going to be something that's like news to everyone, (laughs) maybe not even most people, but I, I still think it's really important to talk about because, I mean, personally, that's definitely how I was raised. I mean, my parents are both super, super independent people, and there was they never said, like, do everything on your own. And, you know, they never said, like, relying on others is a weakness. But um, there was definitely an attitude um, or, you know, they kind of created a culture within our family that independence is extremely important and you should you know, be doing things on your own and you shouldn't really be relying on others. Like you can ask for help when you really need it, but for the most part, you should kind of get your shit done yourself, (laughs) you know? Um, And I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. And of course, my parents just think that way, my dad especially, because that is how he grew up. You know, he didn't have a choice. His upbringing was extremely rough and he was on his own, truly on his own, like out of the house on his own at 15. And he had to do everything really for the most part on his own. So he really, really believes in that whole philosophy. And there are, of course, a lot of great things about it. But I think it's also important to consider how good it is for you to also put an emphasis on the relationships in your life. And I think being okay with relying on other people in your life is super, super important because everybody is going to need to at one point or another. And of course, I think about this a lot right now because I'm relating it to motherhood. Oh my God, no way could I have done this on my own. I have had so much help since Levi was born And I, there's no way I could have been doing this on my own this whole time, especially not in the beginning, because like I think I've mentioned before, Levi was super colicky. It was so hard and I was in so much physical pain and emotionally my hormones were like crazy. So yeah, there's just no way. And I just love the idea that you should have people around you that are kind of your community and your go-to people that you can lean on. You know, they're going to, you just, you need people in your life that you can count on for hard times. You need people that are going to make you laugh, you know, that kind of take the edge off of life. You need people that are going to listen to you when you need someone to. All of those things are just so, so important. And I don't think it even has to be like, you have tons and tons of people like I get the feeling sometimes that when this topic comes up, people who don't have a giant amount of people to to lean on or like a huge family or anything think that that is necessary, you know, that you need a, a high number of people for, you know, to have that experience. And I don't think so. I think it's really about having high quality, good, healthy relationships in your life, even if it's only with a few people, you know. So one thing that I've observed over the years and I've just been so curious about and I think is really important is, you know, 
how do you actually do that? How do you get those kinds of relationships in your life where you have people that you can count on and you know that they're good, healthy relationships, right? And for me, I really think the number one thing, the very first place to start is with yourself. I think that's the case a lot of the time, obviously, but I think if you try to be that person for other people, it's way more likely that other people are going to be that person for you, you know? So if you feel like maybe you don't have a lot of people that you can lean on or that will listen to you or that are positive people in your life, I would say the first thing to do if you feel yourself, you know, if you feel like you don't have that or you feel like you're just craving more of that, then just become that person yourself and start there. You know, the people that are in your life and that you communicate with all the time, you see all the time, talk to all the time, try to be as positive and as supporting as you can and just see how far that gets you. I think that will make a huge difference because not only are you being there for somebody else, but it's also going to feel really good for you. So another thing that I think is super important and cannot be emphasized enough is um, the way that people talk to each other, which this is something that I have always found super interesting and something that I've made a conscious effort to talk or to, um, yeah, talk about, communicate about, and just be aware of in my own relationships. So I think people get in this habit of like being really close to people, right? Whether it be your family or your spouse or your whoever. And that comfortability allows them to think that they can just, I don't know, it's almost like just treat people worse and like talk to those people in a way that's a little more negative. Maybe sometimes they think they're just being honest, but really it's coming off as not being supportive. And and I think that this can actually have a bigger effect on your relationships than people are really kind of aware of when they're doing this. So I have kind of always thought about this just because of other relationships that I saw other people having in my life um, or, you know, people were having like their own relationships with each other. And I was just kind of, whoops, budge. I hit the pop filter. <laughs> Sorry. But um, anyway, um, yeah, people were kind of, you know, people who were having their own relationships and I was just kind of observing from the outside, I would notice that when People would talk to each other in more negative ways, maybe a more negative tone or just straight up being a little bit more negative in what they were saying. It actually, you know, of course, that never feels good. It never feels good to be talked to like that ever. Am I right? <laughs> um, so I've always made a big effort to have a more positive tone when I'm talking with my fiance, Matthew or anybody else in my life, really. And I've also tried to pay really close attention about what I'm saying, you know, making sure that I'm getting my point across in a way that is not attacking. Um, I'm, I try to make a conscious effort to make sure that, you know, the person I'm talking to isn't going to 
get their feelings hurt in any way, you know? And it's not like I'm like super tiptoeing, like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody and being like crazy about that. But it's just kind of like, I don't know. I guess the way that I think about it is, and I don't know if I read this somewhere or where this like idea came from. I probably read it in a quote somewhere online one time, but I have this idea in my head that I try to keep in mind all the time when I'm talking with other people, especially the people I'm close to, is that whenever I have a conversation with someone, I want them to walk away from that conversation feeling better than they did when the conversation began, right? So that's something that I really try to do. And I think it makes a really big difference because it also is kind of mentally challenging in a way that you have to kind of think about how to spin the conversation in a more positive way, you know? So every time I go to start a conversation with someone, and of course, you know, it doesn't happen every single time. Of course, sometimes I forget or sometimes I'm super upset and that's okay too. It's not something that has to be super strict, but I think you know, if you were to practice this a lot of the time or most of the time, it really adds up and really does make a big difference. So a little um, a little trick, I guess, <laughs> that I do and that you could try too if this is something that you're looking for is just approach every conversation or most conversations with that in mind. You know, you want this person that you're talking to to leave the conversation feeling happier or better or more positive than when they left. So you can start the conversation in a positive way, keep a happier or lighter or funnier, more positive, uplifting tone throughout the conversation. You can try to think of ways to steer the conversation back to something positive throughout whatever is being said. And then if nothing else, leave the conversation on a positive note, because a lot of the things or a lot of the times, a lot of the time, (laughs) the last thing that was said is what sticks in your mind the most, right? So if you leave the conversation on a positive note, then that person is more likely to remember that positive thing And it'll be better for their mental health and overall health. And it also will be better for you. It's amazing the way that you think. So your mindset and the way that you consciously choose to think can affect everything. It will affect your brain in these amazing ways. And it'll affect your whole entire day. And that's going to add up to affecting your whole entire week. And if you do this all the time, you're going to end up living a more positive life, right? <laughs> and um, of course, you know, a little side note, not everyone that you have a conversation with and not everyone in your life is going to allow for that kind of a conversation to happen. And, you know, oh, well, you know, it's worse for them. Just try not to let other people's negativity get to you too much. Do whatever you can to put the positivity out there and, At the very least, that's going to really be good for you. That's going to be really good for your stress levels. That's going to put you in a more positive mindset. And it also, I don't know, feels kind of good to like (laughs) fight negative with positive, I guess, like to not allow 
someone's negativity to really like super bring you down. Of course, you might be affected a little bit, but it feels good to bring it around back to something positive yourself, if that makes any sense. Hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) But yeah, so that's something that I think could really enhance the quality of the relationships in your life and and benefit your health in the short term and the long term for sure. Another thing that I think is huge for relationships is something that's really simple, (laughs) but I personally think it's really important. I don't know. Maybe it's just me and Matthew that do this. It's, It's mostly, I mean, I do this with everybody, but Matthew and I do this really, really a lot. And I think it's super important to do this with um, the person that you're sharing your whole life with, like your spouse or your partner or whoever, um, is saying thank you. (laughs) I know that's like so random. And honestly, I don't even know what came first, but my mom and I've other people who have like observed mine and Matthew's relationship from the outside have said to to me a lot like wow you guys say thank you to each other all the time and I feel like I remember being like oh yeah I guess we do huh but I think it's always been a conscious effort but maybe at, at those points I was just like oh yeah I'm so used to it I didn't even notice but um I do think that that is super important. I feel like it's important to feel acknowledged and to make sure you're acknowledging another person for doing things for you, you know, even if it's the tiniest thing. Every single time Matthew or I do something for each other, we give each other a thank you. And I swear to God, it feels so good. Like, (laughs) and we get that from each other all day, every single day, you know, even if it's just something like, hey, can you hand me my water? You know, and he does it and I say thank you. I think that's big. And then also we make extra sure to say thank you for the big things like especially, oh my gosh, right now while we're jumping into this whole parenting situation, I think it's been super important because times have been super tough and we have a super solid relationship and it's even been hard on our relationship sometimes. It just is. It's just really hard sometimes, you know? And I think something that has helped is saying thank you, that it can help break the tension a little bit, you know, when even if things are like going sideways and just super chaotic, if I'm just like, okay, I need a binky, go get the binky (laughs) or something like that. And he brings it to me just simply saying, thank you. You know, thank you for doing that. It helps calm me down. It calms my nerves a little bit. And I'm sure he appreciates it too. I know I do when he says thank you to me, which he does, you know, for everything. And, and then, yeah, there's, there's the super big things. Like I tell him all the time, you know, thank you so much for working the way that you do and allowing me to stay home with Levi, which was like, seriously, my dream was to be able to have babies and stay home with them one day. So, you know, thank you for allowing me to do that, you know, and, and those things are really important. I think it's important to acknowledge him and make sure that he knows how much he's appreciated. And he does the same for me. And of course, that feels amazing, right? And, and again, 
I think that's super important to do in that kind of relationship, your romantic relationship, I guess. But I also try to do this practice with just everyone in my life and everyone around me. And I think it's really enhanced my relationships with everyone, my sisters, my parents, my cousins, my friends. I just think it's really important to acknowledge people for what they're doing, whether it's big or small. It makes a difference to hear that. And it makes me feel good when I tell people that, you know, even if I feel like people are kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. Or like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. It's kind of weird. You're saying thank you for that, (laughs) you know, or something. I still think it's really important and it feels good for me to say that. I'm like, you know, at least I'm putting it out there. Like (laughs) a kind of like, at least I've done my part and, and put that out there, I guess. (laughs) So I think that is a really big one that gets overlooked as well. So, okay, I'm going to start wrapping it up because the big boy is starting to wake up. So I should probably wrap this up, but I will keep talking about this topic a lot. I love this topic. There's, of course, so much more to it. But I think that this is a really good starting place if you want to enhance the relationships in your life. So starting with Um, being the positive person yourself, you know, being that person for other people and then paying attention to the way that you're talking to people and always trying your best to make all of your conversations as positive as possible with other people. And then just saying thank you. Just say thank you more. Acknowledge and appreciate people in your life for what they're doing. I think that that's a really good place to start. So try that and just see how you feel. And that's a way that I think is important. It's an important measurement uh, kind of of your health, right? Is just paying attention to how you feel. So try these practices and see how much better you feel. Try to observe your relationships, see if they get any better or if you get closer to anyone and see if you feel any better. You know, do you feel less stressed? Do you feel more happy? Because if you do, that is huge for your health. That's so, so important. Um, And okay, kind of going off now. Now he's really waking up. So (laughs) I got to wrap it up. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to tune in for the next one. I'll see you next time. 